All right, here we go. It's the True Wealth Radio Show. And obviously, I'm not David Littlejohn. <laughs> this is Katie Shook, usually on the air with David, but David is MIA today. So in studio with me is... Justin Bruggeman. And Justin is one of our advisors in the office. So welcome to the best Tuesday you've had all week. See, now I got to do the the corny David lines, which I got to remember what they all are. I laugh at them every week, but... You know, it's hard. It's like your favorite jingle when you're trying to remember what it is. And then you're like, I kind of know the da-da-da-da-da-da-da, but you can't, like, remember the exact words to it. That's kind of how I feel when he's not here. Well, we miss him already, folks. But today we are going to have the fun show. It's Justin and I. We're taking over the radio. We're going to be talking about wants versus needs and my favorite should versus could, (laughs) which are kind of the same thing. But we're going to talk about what they are. But first, everybody wants to know, Justin, what's going on in the markets right now? Let's give him a quick market recap. <laughs> He's looking at me like, uh, wasn't prepared for that one. Um, are they up? Are they down? Do we care? Are we splashing around in the water a well, lot? Well, today was pretty flat after um, yesterday. So um, yesterday was a good day, up about 2%. And then today was pretty flat. So um, still going forward. Still just moving is moving right along. The the hardest part about the market to you guys is, you know, we can pick them apart minute by minute or day by day, but we need to keep our investing perspective in mind, right? Like we don't buy a house and then sit there and go, did my house go up a dollar today? Did it go down a dollar today? Like the markets move. And so our markets do too. But Justin had suggested today, which I thought was a wonderful suggestion that we talk about wants versus needs and as we were doing some of our radio show prep where did that idea come from justin well it was me taking a break from work today and i decided to swing by Kubota. Kubota, uh-oh and uh Kubota has very large items to purchase <laughs> lots of them and <laughs> i decided that i really want a tractor now, why do you want a tractor? What made you decide to go look at Kubota? Because we just purchased a home. We have a little bit of land, and it would just be efficient and easier if I had one. Oh, let's be honest. You had a little bit of a Tim Allen moment. Did you kind of go, arr, 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 arr? A little kinda... bit, yeah. <laughs> and then I got to doing a little bit more reflecting, and do I really need it? And that was the big question that brought up the, even the topic of with Katie of the radio show today, is the wants versus the needs. It's so yeah. Do you need it? Well, it depends. Is the devil sitting on your shoulder or the angel? By the way, I was watching like Kronk's New Groove, and I don't know if you know what that is. It's a very old cartoon movie. Gotta love Disney. And like the little angel would appear and the little devil would appear, right? And they would like argue over his shoulder and he would have conversations with both. And I bet you had a little bit of that moment sitting in the Kubota dealership today, right? I was making sure they didn't come out and talk to me because it might have been a bad thing. (laughs) Because I get it, right? Like, there are many decisions every day that we're faced with um, in life in general um, where, you know, there are wants versus needs. Like, we're sitting there and we're like, oh, I want a vacation. Do I need a vacation? And sometimes people would say, yes, I need a vacation. But it's not really, that's not the really underlying question, I think, behind it, right? We say want or need. Oh, I need. I could easily see you saying, I, I need I need a tractor, right? I have this big property. Mm-hmm. I need a tractor, like you said, more efficient, makes yard work. Well, let's be honest, it makes yard work more fun to play on a big yeah, machine, for sure. right? 
I mean, it's not so bad when you're mowing the lawn when you're zipping around in a riding lawnmower (laughs) versus if you got to push it for an acre. It's a chore. Oh, we just broke our riding lawnmower the other day, so... You broke it? Yes. How did you break your riding lawnmower? I don't know, which that kind of sparked is why I was looking at... So then I went to tractor instead of riding lawnmower, which I looked at both today, just... um, But it's going to be more efficient to just get it fixed rather than buying another one. Efficient or cost? Like, efficient necessarily... A little bit of both. I don't know if efficient's (laughs) the word, right? But maybe more cost sensitive? More cost effective. (laughs) Cost effective might be the word, right? To get it fixed. Yeah, but not as fun. No. <laughs> now, you said that you went to Kubota, which I know is what started it, right? So you went and you went you went window shopping. Right. As girls like to call it, right? We didn't buy. We went window shopping. We were looking around. And uh, for what you were thinking would meet your needs, what kind of price range are we looking at? Well, oh, let's be honest, Justin. You're on the radio. We're going to call you out on this It was about 13 grand is what I was looking at, which Woo! then I started reflecting on how many times I can rent a excavator or a skid steer, how many times it would take me to rent that to pay for this. And so that's when I started backtracking a little bit. And maybe it's more of a want rather than a need. Okay. But, it, but the shopping trip didn't stop there. No. So where did you go next? Home Depot. Uh oh, don don don. The story gets better, folks. By the way, how much time do you have at lunch? <laughs> he did this all within dr- his lunch I drive fast. break. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd admit that on the air though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, so he went to Kubota. He went and looked at tractors. Thought, ah, oh, this might be a good option. Broke the riding lawnmower, hence the shopping trip in the first place, right? And so yep. you ended up at Home Depot. Do they sell tractors at Home Depot? No, they sell riding lawnmowers though. But Kubota doesn't sell riding lawnmowers. They do, actually. They're just different types. And so they'll do a combination of both and actually just riding lawnmowers. But um, so then I went, I was price shopping at Home Depot. Uh-oh. Okay. So now now are you comparing apples to apples or apples to oranges? Because to me, a riding lawnmower and a tractor are not the same thing. Apples to oranges for sure. Okay. So you're sitting there and you're going, I really need a riding lawnmower, but a tractor would be more fun. And I really don't need a riding lawnmower. I just need to get mine fixed. Oh, okay. So at Home Depot, we're now searching around. Mm-hmm. What did you find? Um, a lot of tractors for a lot more than it'll cost me to fix mine. <laughs> that will oh. do the same job. Yeah. Now, this actually parallels a lot what happens in our industry. 100%. Okay. So Justin has a need, right? So he needs to figure out how to maintain his lawn in the future. And the tool he was using is no longer working. So he's going to A, fix the riding lawnmower, B, purchase a new one, or C, hire a yard service, which he hasn't talked about yet either. (laughs) Or purchase a riding lawnmower and tractor. (laughs) Or D, just blow up his whole entire budget. Okay. (laughs) So we have a bunch of different options on this one. Um, and it's interesting you said comparing apples to oranges. Why was it apples to oranges? Like, why in your mind would you say that? Because depending on which attractor that's, you can buy an extension or an adapter that will do the riding lawn. It'll mow the lawn as well. And so you can do an addition to it so where it will. So that's why I'm saying apple to oranges, but the tractor will do more moving land 
um, digging some holes. So it has more it more utility use than just a riding lawnmower. Correct. Okay. And people are going, why do we care about Justin's lawn? <laughs> right? Like we have now talked about right. Justin's lawn. I promise you, I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. But we're going to relate this back to finance because I mm-hmm. think this is important. We're talking about wants versus needs. And we're talking about what ends up happening, right? So every anytime we come to this crossroad in our life, there's a triggering event, right? And your triggering event was your lawnmower broke, mm-hmm. right? So like there's something in life that happens that's a pain point. Now it's a pain point because you need to get it fixed. You need to mow the lawn, right? right. There's there's something ahead of you down the, down the line, right? Whether it's a day, a week, a month, a year, there's something ahead of you that you know you need to do again or it needs to be fixed, right? And so now it's like, which path do I go? Do I go the cheapest path? Do I go the most effective path? Right? Do I go the most expensive path? The want path. The most expensive. <laughs> the what? Said <laughs> so the want path. The, the want most path. The most expensive one, path. Which, no. But it, and you were doing something very unique, right? So you even said, like, how many times can I rent this if I need it for other chores? So mm-hmm. now you're evaluating not only the purpose of it mowing your lawn, the tractor. But what other needs do I have? And will that fulfill those other needs, right? right. And it's not that those other needs weren't there necessarily, right. right? But you've had maybe other means or you haven't addressed them yet, right? And this is important when it comes to investing because we need to talk about the conversation, right? And what we're saying, so there's internal dialogue as well as external dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. And how that works there's a triggering event. So we talked about that. Tractor broke, or not tractor, lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Riding lawnmower broke, right? That was the triggering event. For a lot of people in investing, there's a triggering event, right? Whether it's a separation of service, you right. no longer work for the company, whether it's you've moved, you've changed jobs, there's um, sometimes it's your age, right? You've hit mm-hmm. retirement age or you've hit 59 and a half, which is a whole different thing. Um, So there's a triggering event that says, okay, now I have this decision to be made. And now I need to evaluate my wants versus my needs, right? And then I need to be able to clearly communicate that. Because what did you say when you, because I'm assuming when you walked into either Kubota or Home Depot, somebody came up and said, can I help you, sir? No, I avoided them just for the reason. (laughs) I was on, I was was leaving work for a little while. I had to get back. Yeah. By the way, J- Justin is the quietest one in our office. I just want to say that he was he was saving up his words for all of the client conversations he had today and knowing that he had to be on the radio. No, um, <laughs> you avoided them. By the way, that is also a tactic that other people use, too. Right. They have a triggering right. event and then they avoid it because they don't want to deal with it at that moment. <laughs> You seriously were you like avoiding eye contact it was yes, like don't look 100%. at me were you just like oh i'm gonna go this direction instead oh wait i'm gonna yep. go look at the rakes and they're like why are you looking at a rake i don't know but it's over here and the guy's over there and i don't want to cross paths. i spend way too much time at home depot <laughs> uh, i feel like home depot should have a like you just bought a house club like really you get should. a discount for the whole entire first year if you bought a house because that will be your favorite place for any new home buyer. <laughs> I could totally see you. Sorry, I know I'm laughing hysterically, but I could totally see you just darting down a different aisle. Like, oh, here comes the person yep. in the vest. I'm going to go right. Every single time. 
Justin. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, <laughs> I <laughs> want to talk about wants versus needs in the investment landscape. But first, I think what we should do is take a break <laughs> Probably. before we get deep into this conversation. So we're going to see if he's listening. I still don't hear the music. So if it's queued up, then I have no idea it's going. But um, we're going to when we come back for the show, we're going to talk about how that relates to you as an investor, what things you need to know about your wants versus your needs and how to clearly communicate them and how to not be the ostrich and put your head in the sand and to not be adjusting and avoid eye contact with the salesperson. And we're going to decipher a little bit of the language or we're just going to roll with the show because Bueller, Bueller. Okay. Well, never mind. I guess we're not going to take a break. Maybe they'll come in and yell at me. By the way, this show's live. Oh, nope. Just kidding. All right, so I totally blew the first segment because I didn't have the speaker on in the studio, which I didn't know because I don't usually work the soundboard. And there's like 8 million buttons over here, which frightens me. Welcome back to the True Wealth Radio Show. This is your host, Katie Shook. In studio with me is... Justin Brogerman. And we appreciate you listening today. So as you can tell, David is MIA, and I'm not telling you where he's at. But we're having fun today. Justin and I have taken over the show. Um, we're talking about wants versus needs. Um, and by the way, if you want to figure out your wants versus needs, you can always call our office, 541-375-0898. Um, if you think this is a wonderful podcast when you're done listening, you're welcome to share it too. The podcast will be on our website tomorrow at littlejohnfs, so don't forget to check out the podcast. Um, today we're talking about wants versus needs and should could versus, sorry, could versus should, versus right? Should. Which to me are kind of the same thing. It's the same conversation. Now, in the first segment, we were talking about Justin being a new homeowner and looking at a <laughs> tractor dealership and comparing prices of tractors versus lawnmowers. And why does this make sense to you as an investor? So I want to wrap it up more into investment terms. So when people mm -hmm. come into our office, first of all, they have a pain point, right? They've either they've left their job, they've changed jobs, they've changed careers, they've moved out of area, something, right? Maybe they've gotten an inheritance. So there's something that they're like, I have, and I say pain point, it's not necessarily like painful, like you would think, ouch, like I have a splinter, but it's, it's a decision. And sometimes decisions feel painful. Mm -hmm. So people come into our office, they have a decision to make, right? You as a listener said, okay, I have one of these scenarios happening to me and I need to know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do. Right. And they come in a lot of times and they say, what do they tell you, Justin? Well, even a lot of times is direction they're not sure what to do great and point. so even when we're talking about wants versus needs is that is the starting point to every financial plan in existence because it starts with your budget okay so now why a budget because what you're spending money on if you're spending everything you own on wants instead of needs you run out of money okay but i think before we get there there's something that needs to happen right we need to identify with the client what they want or what, what they they're want. looking for mm -hmm. right so they've come they've come into our office i'm going to make up a, an imaginary person they've come in and they've said justin um i left my old job and i have this 401k mm -hmm. that's sitting there and i don't know what to do but they sent me a letter and said i had to do something about it what should i do well you have a few options is you can keep it there depending okay um you can roll it over into an 
IRA, which is an individual retirement account, or you can roll it into your new 401k at your new job. If that's an option. If that is an option. Right. So people are coming in going, I don't even know what my options are, right? Because right. guess what? You don't work in financial services. We do. That's right. our job, right? Like you don't go into the doctor's office and be like, hey, doc, by the way, so I totally know I need this surgery. It's like, no, <laughs> you go into the doctor's. You may think you know what you need and you may get some of that confirmed because maybe you've done some research on your own. Right. And you may have an idea of what you want to do, mm-hmm. but what you can do and what you should do are not always the same thing. And you've heard right. me say that on the show quite a bit, folks. Um, in fact, I tell my kids that all the time, what you can do and what you should do. And they're like, can I go outside? I'm like, well, you can, but it's 30 degrees and you're in a bathing suit. I don't know that you should, right. <laughs> but you can, right? You should put shoes on. You, yeah. Could you at least put on, you know, wellies or some kind of little rain boots before you run around in the puddles in your bathing suit in 30 degree weather? Um, so what you can and what you should do are not always the same thing. And that can be very frightening when you get. So I brought up the example of a 401k distribution, right? Mm-hmm. Or 401k account at an old employer. And sometimes they send you this letter and it says, well, you can do this and you can do this and you can do this, right? Like you can roll it over. But if you roll it over, are you rolling it over to an IRA? Are you rolling it over to another plan? Are you rolling it over to an annuity? Are you rolling it over right. to a pension? And you're going, huh? I don't even know what half these words are. And I don't know what the ramifications of those words are. Right. Like right. what happens if I do it this way? Right. And and let me tell you, folks, guessing you can guess if you want. But guessing could also be painful, too, because if you guess wrong, you could hurt yourself. Not intentionally either, but you can either cause major taxes. Right. For checking mm-hmm. the wrong box. Uh, maybe it's not the option you wanted. Maybe it tied up your liquidity. Again, I'm not giving you investment advice on what to choose. I'm just saying that there's a lot of options out there on what you can do and what you should do are not always the same thing, right? And what the form is not doing is it's not looking at you as a person. The form is not looking at your wants and needs in the future, right? It's looking at what your options are. Right. And a lot of times um, when you sit down with a client, I'm assuming you could probably knock half those options off the table right away just by talking to the client. Yes, you can, because some of them will even be forced distribution. They say, if you don't do anything, we're just going to send you a check, which that causes other taxes. issues, too. Yeah, well, that causes taxes, taxes right? So it's like, well, yeah, now you got the money, but guess what? You did it the hard way. Right. And you unplugged your investments, which means that now you don't have your money making money. Right. So, all right. Well, you mentioned like one of the things that the first steps in evaluating what your need is, is your budget. Correct. Right. Like, what do you need? Like, you need a roof over your head. You need gas in your car. You need food in your belly. Mm-hmm. Right. You need the lights to stay on. And now we need a, you need Internet because depending if your kids are doing online school or anything like that, you have to. Have right. That. And cell phones many moons ago used to be a want <laughs> versus a need. And I'm not so sure that they are as much a want as more as they are a need these days. There's still a few landlines out there. Oh, my goodness. Right. I know. You just kind of laugh at them. Like, you got a landline still? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, whoever has a landline, they don't usually answer them either. No. <laughs> or they live somewhere that's so remote, cell service just right. does not apply at this point. And I'm amazed that there's actually a landline that gets out there. Um, but So evaluating your wants versus needs, right? So you come in and you look at the budget and you say, okay, these are my needs, right? Mm-hmm. We cover some basic stuff. Um, what you're... Now, for people that have never created a budget, that doesn't mean just look at what you're spending and figure out the numbers. It right. means like you need. <laughs> you got to you, you got to write it down. 
I know, but I've seen people go through their credit card statements and they're like, oh, well, I spent like five grand on my credit card this month, so I must need five grand. And it's like, "Mm, but do you? Right. (laughs) Do you really? Because some of those are basic needs and some of those are a shopping habit (laughs) or can be. So we need to talk about your wants versus needs, right? Like there's a lot of things I want on Amazon. There's not a lot of things that I need to have. (laughs) Well, it's... Every, it's it's subjective too because everybody is different on their needs. True. Which you do need a roof over your head. You need food on the table. You do need clothing. Um, do you so need the is, most expensive roof over your head? Maybe not, but that's also maybe it is. I mean, me and you even are two different people. Our needs are different than everybody's needs are very different. Right. Um, and so it's a matter of when you're talking about a budget is they have a great rule with a budget. It's a 50, 30, 20 rule. I've never heard that rule. What is that rule? 50% of your after-tax income should go to your needs. Okay. 30% of your after-tax income should go to your wants because we want things and you should want things. The other 20% depending is savings, debt service. Savings and debt service. Yeah. So okay. paying off debt and savings. All right. Which that can adjust if your debt is higher than it should be, then, then guess it what? should your come out of your wants. Your category goes your away a little bit. Your goes down to 20 <laughs> and your debt service and savings goes to 30. Um, so that's a good general rule of when you're looking at it and trying to budging it, that's a great way to prioritize. Okay. So, and, so let's recap that again. 50% to your needs, right? So. Yep. Basic things, roof over your head, utilities, gas, food in your belly, clothes on your back, right? right? So our hi- our Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? right? So 50% covers our necessities. Mm-hmm. 30% is our wants, right? Like I want a new pair of shoes this right. month or I want a new laptop because my work would be more efficient that way. So wants. And then 20%. So let, let's actually kind of break that down a little bit more. 10% you should be saving anyway, right? Like 10% is a good rule to save no matter what into retirement accounts and savings accounts. And then 10% in debt service. But if you're upside down on debt, then you need to get that debt paid off, right? But you should have, let's say for your emergency fund, which is you've listened to this show. Dave Ramsey always says, put $1,000 as fast as you can in savings, right? Mm-hmm. That prevents you from blowing up your credit cards when you need it. Like tire goes out, car needs something on it. It's always the car. It always is. It, is it? It's, it's like 90% of the time it feels like I it's always. I need three cars. <laughs> yeah. Justin has a <laughs> You do. You actually have three cars. We actually have three cars, too, which is a really weird thing. You and I are a lot more similar than we think. Um, But debt service is something that's important. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you don't want to carry... You don't. First of all, you shouldn't be carrying debt. And if you are, you should be working to pay it off quickly. Right? So you may end up sacrificing some of the wants in the interim to get the needs met. Especially consumer debt. I mean, mortgage, you know, auto payment, depending as long as you're not extravagant in it. your auto payment probably shouldn't be more than your mortgage. That would not be good. Um, it does happen. But consumer spending, consumer debt, um, minimized as much as possible. Right. And now, would you consider it debt if you paid off every month? If it's paid off every month, that's just matter of spending. That's just cash moving in different ways. It's not really paid debt. off or pay your minimum payment. No, pay it off, right? So if, if if you're looking at that 30% category, it's like, well, I can spend about 30% and then I put it on a credit card and I pay it off every month. I love my Costco points too. So I will, <laughs> I, 
So, no, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you don't misuse it. You didn't go shop for the tractor at Costco? No, I'm yet. pretty sure it's cheaper. I right? haven't gone home yet. It'll happen. <laughs> they don't have like 50 tractors on a shelf. Trademark. Like, oh, I want to I wanna just walk out with this one and it's out on that I little. I want the high one. <laughs> on the top shelf. Yeah. Can I have the pretty one up there, please? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, wants versus needs. They are tough. I want more vacations. Right. And I will justify that I need more vacation. <laughs> and, it, and it can be a need. That's that's the difference. And everybody is very different on what their needs are. Um, vacation isn't a huge thing for me. It never really has been. But I don't, I've never really traveled that much. So maybe if I did travel more, that would eventually become a need. No, it becomes a want. It doesn't really become it a need. It still could be. It's a quality of life decision, too. Which it could be a need at that point. Oh, I will justify that traveling is for mental health reasons and sanity and better mommy time and all of the above. As long as it doesn't break you in the process, it's not but, a negative. But going, but I will tell you, going into debt to go on vacation is not the right way to do no. it, right? If, if it is a want of yours, then it needs to be part of that discretionary income that you save for so that that want happens. It needs to be budgeted for. Yeah, and that's where the need comes in, right? Mm -hmm. It needs to be a budget. So you, you, people come in, they say, I've had this separation of service. I got this letter. They said, I have a 401k. I need to roll it over. And you said, all right, tell me, tell me a little about you, right? Tell me how you spend money right. is what you're asking them. And they're going, isn't that a little personal, dude? Why do you need to know how I spend money? I have this 401k plan I need to roll over. Why are you asking me about that? Why is that important? Because it's... If you have this money seen there, it is not take it, pay the penalties, and go on vacation as a possibility. It's, yeah, you can. You can. Should, Should you? you? No. Probably not. You know what? We're going to talk about other reasons why <laughs> that is not a good option, but why it's important for your financial advisor to understand your wants and needs when they're helping give you financial advice. So we're going to take a break, but when we come back... We're going to discuss those things. So this is Katie Shuck. And Justin Bruggeman. And you have the True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240 KQEN. Welcome back to the True Wealth Radio Show. I still want a jingle. I feel like I want like that 60s like True Wealth Radio Show. It won't happen. We'll but talk to David. I, yeah, we'll it won't it happen. Out. There's no way I'm getting a jingle. He wants his own theme music. I want a jingle. <laughs> We're obviously far apart in era on what we want. But welcome back to the True Wealth Radio Show. This is Katie Shook. I'm your hostess with the most is today. And in studio with me is... Justin Bruggeman. And Justin is an advisor in our office. And he has graciously granted me the wish of coming on the show, which for a guy who's kind of shy is probably pretty painstaking. <laughs> but yeah. I love having him here. Um, so we are talking about wants versus needs. And in the beginning, just to recap really quick, um, which you can always listen to the podcast if you've missed it. Um, we talked a little bit about Justin's personal wants versus needs in the beginning of it and why this became the topic of the show. And still, as a financial still advisor, tractor. I, I still vote for the tractor too, but that is so not me on my card and not my budget. So that is a conversation between you and Sam, and right. I am not putting my two cents in the middle of that dogfight. All right. Um, <laughs> 
Let's be honest. Anytime it's a conversation of a tractor between a married couple, there's an interesting conversation. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll have to game plan it before. <laughs> We're talking about wants versus needs. And when you as a person, right, come in as a prospective client or even an existing client, right, and come in and say, hey, I now have this thing, this pain point. I now have this thing that I need to address. Right. I got mm-hmm. a letter. So the example we were using is, hey, you know, uh, X, Y, Z client comes in and says, or pro- I should say prospect, not that they're a client yet. Right. So somebody comes in to meet our firm, sits down with Justin and says, hey, I got this uh, 401k rollover and they sent me a letter and told me I need to do something with it. And I don't know what to do. And Justin says, OK, well, tell me a little bit about your budget. And the guy's going, why do you need to know about my budget and my spending habits? Why is that? Why is that important in financial planning? It really is so you can get an understanding of where people are at in their life because people evolve and people change and different things happen. So if all of if your budget is way out of whack and then even you have this 401k you need to roll over, you need to do something different with, there's there's still um, things that we're going to do. So yeah. it's it's understanding in order to give good fiduciary financial advice. I'm going to throw that word out there. Fiduciary. Fiduciary. That is like a hard word. That is not a word you throw into everyday sentences, let me tell you. But a fiduciary is supposed to understand who you are now, but also who you are in the future, right? It's an ongoing obligation for understanding. To act in your best interest. To act in your best interest of the client. So how are we supposed to, we as a financial firm, supposed to evaluate your needs now and in the future if we don't know who you are? Right. Right? So part of the process is getting to know who you are, who you are as a person, what your needs are, right? So what's your financial budget, what your needs are in the future, so how old you are, when you plan to retire, right? Are there other things that we're planning for, you know? So um, I will tell you, as a, a 40 something now I have to think about it 41 year old person after I hit 40 I just stopped counting not on purpose I just don't care um when 50 rolls around I'll announce that one too right. <laughs> but when I look on Facebook like my kids are in grade school I have I have a second and a fourth grader right so my needs are different my needs are I'm you know I'm paying school tuition I'm planning for college I have daughters so I'm thinking about their future you know like I will I have weddings to pay for in the future so mm-hmm. those are my wants and needs right now, right? I need to make sure that my budget is healthy. I need to make sure that my bills are paid. And then I need to plan for my wants, right? My wants is for them to have a college plan and have a wedding fund and whatever else it may be, right? One of my wants has always been a Lamborghini, by the way. I am not giving up on that one. I just want it don't, like... Don't say that in front of my son. He still <laughs> wants one. I bought him a Matchbox car one for Christmas. I, I've always wanted a Lambo. <laughs> not a Ferrari, a Lambo. Anyways, uh, one of the really cool ones with Yellow. the wing doors. Oh, yep. man. Okay. But there's wants versus needs, right? Now, mine are different. I have classmates that I graduated high school and college with that now have kids that are going to college, mm-hmm. which trips me out. I started a little bit later in life. They started really early, right? But, like, their needs are different. Their kids mm-hmm. have either they're in college, they're trying to figure out how to fund that, they're, trying, they're thinking about their retirement. So even though we're the same age, our wants and needs yeah. are drastically different, right? And like, for those of you listening out there, if you're single, think about your wants and needs right now, right? If it's just you, your wants and needs look a lot different yeah. than when you're married or in a relationship, right? As a couple, your wants and needs are different versus when you have children or grandchildren, 
right? Your wants and needs are different. And part of having that fiduciary obligation is making sure that we are on track with all of those changes. Like you've mentioned a couple of those changes in here, right? Like we got to we got to kind of track those changes. Like yeah. you know, I I can tell you your life looked a lot different 5 years ago. <laughs> Justin's life looked a lot different. My life looked a lot different 5 years ago, right? I only had one child. Now I have two. Um everything's just different. I changed careers. Not right. in the last five years. I've been with David for a little bit longer than that. But like I've changed careers three times now in my lifestyle, in like my lifetime, right? right? So I understand when people come in and say like, hey, I have this 401k that I'm rolling over from my old employer. or and, and by the way, it is not uncommon for people to come into our office and say like, I not only have one, but I have yeah, multiple, multiple. <laughs> retirement <laughs> right. plans from old employers, right? And sometimes you have a job that's an interim job, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I moved to the area and I got a job because I needed to work, but then I found this career and now I'm here for a while. I mean, there's there's all sorts of things that happen. So, you know, it's it's so amazing to me when people come in and they're almost sheepish about it. Like they've done something bad, like oh, right. I have all these things. And I'm like, that's yeah. not bad, that's good. Yeah. That's collecting them like Pokemon cards, right? Like, let's just keep collecting <laughs> right. them because that's collecting for your future. I know that was a really funny analogy, sorry. Now they're popular again. Um, but you're collecting for your future. Mm -hmm. Right, you're collecting retirement for your future, and one of the things that we can help you do is consolidate. Mm -hmm. Right, we can help you consolidate accounts into one place. We can help you figure out what you have, because sometimes when they're spread out, it's kind of that out of sight, out of mind. Right, like it's right. like, oh, I have one over here and one over here, one over here, and they send me a you statement every once, once in a year. while. Yeah, yeah, and you don't really think about it. And then it's interesting. All of a sudden, you put all your cash in one pile, and you're like, wow, there's a lot more there right. than I thought I had. And there's a weird number everybody sets in their head, right? And that's a moving target, too, of when it becomes important. Now, I'm going to kind of rephrase that a little bit because Justin's giving me the what? So everybody has a different number, right? Like, so for some people, $100 is no big deal. Right. Some people, $1,000 is no big deal. Right. For some people, 100000 is no big deal. But all of a sudden you start getting to like maybe 200,000 or 500,000. Right. And all of a sudden you're like, oh crap, that's a half a million dollars. Well, I can't afford to screw that up as easily as I could have maybe afforded to screw up the $1,000 and not saying screw up. It was $100. But, right. The hundred, like everybody has a different level, mm -hmm. right? But there's a certain number in your head where you're like, ooh, that's, that's actually real money now. And like, I want to actually protect it. Like I don't. I don't want to not care about it anymore, right? right? I want to figure out how to make this money important and how to make it grow and how to do the right thing, right? Yeah, and it says even like as, as people, well, evolves a bad word is as life changes, your priorities change drastically. I had different priorities 10 years ago than I do now, 100%. I mean, the golf course is all I cared about back then. You yeah, know, I have by a the family, way, family, kids, everything, you know, it's your it's golfer's a tan is sliding there, bud. You don't uh, you don't have the cool little white farmer's tan golf sock thing that you used to the have. Five hundred dollar so driver's still gonna help, I think. <laughs> Once I convince myself that I need it. I think that needs to be on the wedding registry. <laughs> right. <laughs> why right. is there why is there a golf club on the re wedding registry? Because it'll make me a better husband. It was a slip. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know we like to have a lot of fun in our office. You should be laughing, too, because I bet there's a few guys out there that's like, why is this $500 jigsaw on there? Because uh, right. 
honey, you wanted me to build things for the house. <laughs> it's for you, really. <laughs> Aw, Justin. But it, it, you evaluate your wants versus needs and your changes throughout life, right? Those things are super important. Um, and it's important to convey those things to your financial advisor, right? Because where you started is may not, you can start down a path and that may not be the path you're still traveling down, right? right? We may need to turn. Now, the hardest part, and I'm putting myself in your shoes for a minute, but the hardest part as a financial advisor is picking a path because sometimes there's three or four paths that right. all make sense and none of them are wrong. Right. Right? There can be, there's a lot easier a wrong path than, there's multiple right paths. You can do it many different ways. Is any way pure and perfect? Not really. Because it changes based on each person. There's no foolproof, perfect plan. Right. There can be. Spend less than you make. Reduce as much debt as possible. And that's a pretty good plan. But everybody's wants and needs are very different. Some people will want to spend $10,000 a year in traveling and retirement. Other people don't. Other people want to spend that money elsewhere or don't want to spend that money at all. And so it does really change on who the person is. There's no perfect equation. There really isn't. Um, there's some bad roads, roads go down, but there's there could be five good paths that so you're going to be okay. I was once told that it's easy to identify, like it's easy to make bad good. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's usually clear. Like, oh, this is a bad situation. We should make it better. Right. It's hard to make good better. Right. Right. And it's and, and, and maybe that's like the 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 A, like David's talked before about like the A, like if you get like a if you do. If you get like an A minus, right, like if you're right at a 90, is it worth it to do the re rough draft on your paper to get like a higher like you're already an A. Like how much how much to tweaking? my children? Yes. Just do it. <laughs> But the question is sometimes like, how much tweaking do you really want to do if you already have met the goal, right? Right. So then, and sometimes that becomes the fun stuff. It's like, ooh, how much tweaking can we do? And the other time people are like, nah, good enough. Right. And that also I think is where it's important to know your client, right? And it really is because it's, people have the different wants and the different needs and they can do it different ways. And so, it's going to be what's going to fit every person. And that is part of our job is identifying what is best for this couple, this person um, to best influence the rest of their lives and achieve their retirement the way they want to. And I love it. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our last break. And when we come back, we're going to identify your needs. How do we, or Justin as an advisor, help identify your needs? So you're, this is Katie Shook. I'm your host today with Justin Bruggeman. And you're listening to the True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240, KQEN. Welcome back to the True Wealth Radio Show. This is Katie Shook, the hostess with the mostest today. With me in studio is Justin Bruggeman. And we are talking about wants versus needs. If you've missed it today, check out the podcast. It'll be on our website tomorrow, littlejohnfs.com. Um, if you need to evaluate your wants versus needs, give our office a call, 541-375-0898. You can also reach us at info at littlejohnfs.com. 
Yep, that's my shameless plug right there. I work there. I'm proud of it. <laughs> and I love what we do because we help customers and wonderful clients who seem like family and friends identify their wants versus needs. And by the way, it's okay to have both. We're not saying that needs are bad or wants no, are bad. Absolutely Right? Not. Like we, we want to help you fund your wants and not just your needs. How about that? <laughs> So before we left at the break, we were talking about ways to identify, and I said your identify your needs, right? So client comes in, Justin sits down and asks them lots of questions. You mentioned the budget, right? So we, we mm -hmm. need to figure out what your needs are, like how much, it, and, and there is a number. Now that number may shift, but there is usually a number, like how much do you need to Survive. make your life, to make your life go? <laughs> every right. every month right like how much do you need and then what things do you want out of life right and then some of the things that we were talking about too are what are your values like what are your values what are your dreams um are there any special needs or special wants right right um we've had clients come to us and say you know what i want to help fund this charity mm -hmm. right i love my church when i pass away i want to make sure my money goes to my church I love my family. I want to make sure that my mom never has to make a house payment again, right? Like, or, you know, my kids have something, right? Yeah, like, I we, want to be able to leave a million dollars to my children. And we have clients that they're part of their budget, which is in their mind, which is perfectly right, is charitable donation or donations is a need. Right. It's a part of their budget. Because it's is, part of their values. That's right. Right? And that's something that, like, we are not here to put our values on you. Right. Right? We're here to understand your wants and needs. Right? And in the beginning, we also talked about, like, should versus could. Right? right. Like, what you can do and what you should do. Right. Right? What you should do is pay your bills. <laughs> what you should, you should do. definitely pay your bills. <laughs> yeah. What you should do is pay your bills. Um, what you can do right, is make extra charitable donations, mm -hmm. do other things too, right? But we want to make sure that the financial advice that's coming from our advisors in the office um, is not only suitable for you, meaning it is customized, right? Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's not a one size fits all. Like, it's very easy in theory to be like, you need to do these 10 steps, right? right? You need to do these things. Like, understand when Dave Ramsey talks about his baby steps. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because the ones after you get out of debt are very vague. Yes. Right. And, and this really is coming are. from somebody who's taught his program. So, you know, when he says stuff like build wealth and give mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, what does that mean? How do I build wealth? Who do I give it to? And he never says, right. Because it's very personal. It again goes down to your value set, your dreams, right? Build wealth and give. Okay, how do I build? And even when he talks about investments, you know, he sits here and he goes, oh, you shouldn't invest in growth and growth and income. And you're like, sweet. By the way, that is not four different stocks. Those are categories. Right. <laughs> so even his advice is very vague and it's on purpose because financial advice is very personal. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's one of the things that we want to make sure if you're working with a financial advisor, make sure that they understand your wants and needs and has and have taken the time to get to know you because that is going to help in the advice they give you right we want to make sure that you know your dreams are being recognized right 
And I one of the things that David said in the very beginning is we help the people take the leap from dreaming to doing. Right. Right. And it's like, okay, my dream, we've had some clients have some great dreams. Like, okay. do you have an example <laughs> of something where you're like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. You just mentioned it on the brick. So we have a client that said, I want to retire early. Oh, right. And debt free. And you're like, sweet, that's a great dream. Right. So let's talk about how to get there. Right. And it's not necessarily always the cookie cutter option, right? It's not always a conventional one, but it makes sense, right? And those it's are a, things that we can also help you evaluate. Like, that's not the first time you've had that conversation. Like, no. I know that there's been clients that have come in and said, I realize retirement age is 65. What happens if I want to retire at 55? Right. Or what happens if I want to retire at 45? The difference of whether you could, would, or should right. is a different conversation. Right. And we've talked on the show about a paycheck versus a playcheck. Right. Right. Like we've talked about being able to retire and then go do things that you want to do, whether it's donate time at charities or start a hobby business or however it may be. We talked to Derek Simmons a couple of weeks ago about starting a go-kart I track. Know. I'm still right? excited. I hope it happens. <laughs> that is a want. Although we would say Douglas County needs it. Right. <laughs> and I know that people have been emailing that they would support it. So I'm really kind of hoping Derek really takes that off in a... My husband jokingly said, we'll do the putt-putt. If he does the go-kart track, we'll do the putt-putt. And I was like, I like it. I'm pretty sure Justin uh, will at least sponsor a hole or two. <laughs> Mini golf. <laughs> Not quite golf-golf, but, you know, it could help your putting bring game. bring a top golf in. It'll be all right. Oh, you're great. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing how fast the time goes by on this radio show. Crazy. Well, to all you listeners out there, again, if uh, if you have wants and needs that you want to discuss and – we would love to talk to you. You can always call our office at Little John Financial at 541-375-0898. <clears throat> I just got a clear my throat. And that's it, folks. We are out of time today, but we appreciate you listening. Again, check the podcast out on our website tomorrow, Little John FS. But for now, this is Katie Shook and Justin Brugerman. And you've been listening to News Radio 1240, KQEN. The preceding program was paid for by Little John Financial Services. The opinions and views expressed may not reflect those of Brook Communications, its affiliates, or its employees.